the reason that I wanted to start, and mm-hmm. uh, the reason that I'm not sure what this will be, because there's a visual component to this. Okay, because, yeah, sure. Because, um, as you know, I uh, finished my, the last of my finals today, which is the last thing I need. Like, even if I get a z- literal zero on these finals, which did not happen, I still passed these classes that I needed to pass uh-huh. to complete my bachelor's degree. I'll be receiving it in a week or two, which means I am now a two bachelor's degree holder, Rogers. Nice. <laughs> the first, the, the first tiger with two bachelor's degrees. <clears throat> and so, well, first of all, I just wanted to show you this really fucking huge bottle of water that my mom gave me yesterday because she was like, "Hey, I bought this for your grandmother, but she doesn't want it. Do you want what, it?" What, like, is that? what, what, what are we thing. looking at? Is that like a like a like sixty four ounces? Uh, ooh, let me see. Uh, yeah, sixty four. Hell ounces. yeah, that's the Nintendo <laughs> um, number. Which, which is going to be very, very handy because uh, she also bought a big bottle of Chardonnay. Yes! <laughs> which I will be... Take a sippy. A uh, toast. They also gave me some money for my trip to see Sophie for my graduation. Fuck which yeah. Which I'm very excited about. Fuck yeah, everything's coming up, Sarah. You, you, you beat COVID, and now you're on top of the fucking world. I beat COVID, I beat the flu, I beat fucking... I beat this semester. It's... Looking back on it now, it's really funny to me that I have a bachelor's of... Okay, A of all, do you know what my first bachelor's is in? Uh, I know that you did math now, right? Yeah, this time was math, and that's what I'll, my, my master's and hopefully PhD will be. Your master's. Um, my master's, yeah. <laughs> They're calling me Marshall Masters. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, do, do you know what my first bachelor's was in? No, I do not. Would you like to hazard just one guess? I'll tell you after one guess, but I'm just curious what you would. I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> I, I will not take any offense to anything you say. Poli sci? No, art. Okay. All right. I, I felt I felt asking someone if they're a poli sci major is one of the meanest things you could ever say to someone. <laughs> no. Um. Well, the, the the funny thing is, is a I of all people, Miss Fucking Math Brain over here. I have a bachelor's of art, mm-hmm. but more than that is a bachelor's of science in digital arts and sciences. It is not a bachelor of the arts. It is a bachelor's of science in arts. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> Which that is just fucking really rules. funny. <laughs> Anyways, Opa Gundam style. Welcome to Wild Cool Robot. It's a Gundam Rewatch podcast. I'm Sarah. My pronouns are she, her, and joining me as always. Hi, I'm Max. I use he, him pronouns. What's up? Got some, got some, got some cold open. Got some high yeah, energy some, going in here. Yeah, that's some good shit. See, all, all of your updates are a lot better than mine, which is just I've been reading so much fucking One Piece. Yeah, you've been reading One Piece and dealing with shitty neighbors. That just sounds like. Oh yeah. God, I, I I won't speak on the shitty neighbors, but dear listener. Dear listener, believe me when I say can't stand these clowns. Uh, but yeah. I'm in Wano um, right now, so it's fine. I'm, I'm into yeah. it. Um, Max, can you do me a favor and just like go back to the last episode that was released and just like put like a George W. Bush mission accomplished banner in the background because that was how I felt when I tested positive for COVID two days after recording that episode. <laughs> <laughs> it, it 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 fucking it's the podcaster's lament. <laughs> Like I'm just I'm on them like yeah I fucking dodged it I'm I'm at my, I'm at Maury's house now and then like jump forward two days later I have COVID and then a day later Morg test positive Ron, Ron Howard voice she did not beat the having COVID nineteen allegations <laughs> oh, the, the allegations held up in appellate court uh huh truly a fucking roller coaster of a time here at uh, noisepace.xyz. 
Yeah, just doing, we're, we're just, you know, we're getting by best we can. I'm throwing my little butterfly knife trainer across the room so that I'm not tempted to fidget with it. Um, at, at this, at this point, Sarah, I don't think you could cut yourself if you tried. I think you're just like, you've awakened your abilities. Oh, no, no, no. This is not a, this is a butterfly knife trainer. There is no sharp part of it. Okay. I, would to I'm, cut I, butter. I, I would struggle the important to cut butter there. with this thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, I, I'm not cutting fucking butter with this thing. But, um, my parents gave me a little, you know, graduation present. They gave me some money mm-hmm. and, um, I'm going to use this money for my trip to visit my girlfriend, which I am partaking on this Saturday, but fuck me, I want to buy, like, six Gunplas with this money so badly. The The bug has bitten me. I, st- I haven't even fucking gotten my cart, the Carta one yet, and I, I still want, like, you know, I want the fuck, I want the Vidar, I want the Gushion Full City Rebake, I want the Landman Roadie, like, cut. All right, <sighs> Sarah, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you something. And you're going to be quite happy to um, to hear this. I'm going to. Le- is it that is it that is it, is it that some of the things that I listed are not any are no longer available for purchase because that would be a great thing for my bank account to hear. Uh, quite the opposite, my friend. If you click on the <laughs> oh, Spring no. Deals 2022 Premium Bandai link, uh, you might have to scroll down a little bit. But when you get to the part where it says product page coming soon, you'll notice something called a high grade 1144 Tekadon complete set that comes with Barbatos Lupus Rex. Flowros, Gusion Rebake Full City, and Landman Roadie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to hit you with like this? the fucking baseball bat of prophecy here, but I'm, I'm saying it's how, possible. How, uh, <laughs> how much? How much? So, yeah, the rub of it is it's going to be four kits. It'll probably be like a hundo for all four together, maybe? Iron Blood oh, Orphan kits are a little bit Sorry, cheaper. Sorry, a hundred for, a hundred for four kits? Oh yeah, yeah, IBO does have the the discount. They they, is... they they got the cheaper kits, yeah. But you do. But look at the Landman Roadie though. The Landman Roadie is shaped like a friend. Just just round round. It's <laughs> Land Bouse. <laughs> land Bouse. Who are you? That's the, that's the noise Aston made. <laughs> no. <laughs> Evil. We're on the ball but, today, I think. But, but <laughs> funny, but funny, and a little bit tricky to make that noise. <laughs> oh yes, I had one sip of champagne. I didn't even. I did not have. Any, to be clear, I had not had a single sip of champagne before we turned our mics on. I have had one sip of champagne. Uh-huh. I'm off to the races. I barely drink, so you know what? Bottoms up and the double laughs, baby. Let's go. Uh, want to get into it? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I fucking. I was flying off the cuff with these uh with these with these episode descriptions. So here we go. Episode 32. My friend. Megillus is touched down on the ball four plane and is absolutely wrecking shop. He confronts Takaki and Aston, asking them who they answer to. However, his logic falls on deaf ears as they engage him anyways. He nearly kills Takaki, but Aston dies in front of the last second and takes the killing blow. Shortly after, Tekadon manages to make Titanfall, despite them being locked out from properly docking, and chase McGillis off. Radisha gets confronted by Tekadon and immediately sells Galen up the river. Hush gets his first taste of the battlefield and narrowly avoids death thanks to Mikazuki's intervention. Galen attempts to beat Cheeks, but Akihiro runs him down and beats the shit out of him. Right as he's about to land the killing blow and squish him to death, Galen hits the what the fuck boom button and goes up in smoke so as to leave no trace of him that can be connected back to Rustal. After the battle, Tekadon confronts Radisha, ultimately deciding to, to let Takaki decide what happens to him, who pops him right between the eyes three times. This episode is my, my life a movie for real. <laughs> Great episode, honestly. Fucking like tremendous really, episode. 
really really good episode it it has it all it has like the, the desperation of one of the not a main character but like a secondary main character kicking Listen, the bucket for the, la- for the for the last four episodes aston was a main character yeah the main character of this arc and then the main villain of this arc gets just both main villains of this arc get like very satisfyingly obliterated let's say yeah 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 oh, it's good um it's i so good. i like galen obviously i do not think anything that he i i love to hate galen yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Galen, tremendous heel, like perfectly booked. It, it's like, like you look- Radisha, Radisha. I actually kind of hate because he's. I, I'm like really laughing at the thing Cass says. Cass said in the Discord the other day or earlier today about him being like the 35 year old recruiter. Yeah, Takaki, like, oh, what's your malfunction, soldier? <laughs> you act so mature for your age. I, I, yeah. It, it's, it's like Galen is like, I, yeah. I don't know. It, it, there's a difference in the level of conniving that they both put on display. Right. I think it's because Galen just looks fucking cool in his big bushy Galen beard. Is, Galen also just feels like more nakedly evil to me. Like he he feels like like he feels like buff snidely whiplash, whereas Rudisha feels like a very much more like like a human like not not a humanized evil eh, a bit more of a humanized evil, just like emotionally manipulating the kids. And like Galen is also doing this, but like I don't know, Galen's a bit more mustache twirly about it. Yeah, he, he's more mustache twirly, and also he's the one getting in a mobile suit and is gonna like right crack some heads. Yeah. Um, not anymore. He does crack some heads. Yeah. Can't argue with that. <laughs> For a bit. So, this episode starts out, McGillis off the shits. Um, mm-hmm. he doesn't really realize until, like, as the fighting crescendos, like, oh, shit, this is Tekkenon boys. I have to maybe tell them what the situation is so we prevent any undue making, deaths. I have to take them, I have to make them, I have to stop them from making a big, uh-oh, whoopsie, but, uh, unfortunately, uh, Ooh, oof. Yeah, my, my my note says Aston says we're going back to Fuka together, and then I write, "No, you aren't, little boy." <laughs> oh, no, uh, I genuinely thought they were both going to die because, like, I thought that "Let's go home together" was foreshadowing for them like dying together, mm-hmm. like going you know going home to heaven together. The old the old fake out. Only one of them. Only only one of them dies tragically in this episode. I'm sure. Oh, if Takaki makes it to the... Actually, you know what? Takaki's out of the game. If Takaki fucking dies at this point, I'm not going to be very happy about it. He's going to get hit with, like, a spare... Like, a stray piece of debris from a battlefield like, a mile away. It's like the end of Final Destination 5, where it's revealed that, like... Okay, do you mind if I spoil Final No, by Destination all means. <laughs> okay. So, it's like the end of Final Destination 5, where it's revealed that, like, everything in that movie is taking place, like during the, like, right before, like, immediately before the events of Final Destination 1, and the very last thing that happens in the movie is, like, a jet engine from the flight, from the plane that crashed in Final Destination 1, crashing down and killing the last survivor of Final Destination 5. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it's a great fucking movie. It's pretty Listen, fucking cool. Final Destination, I genuinely, truly believe that Final Destination 5, of all horror movie franchises, has the highest consistency of quality among them. Like, Halloween has some bangers. Like, Halloween 1 genuinely tied with the thing for my favorite horror movie of all time, mm-hmm. well, and Scream. Um, but, like, Halloween has some stinkers. Like, the entire, like, Curse of Michael Myers arc, just not yeah, particularly sure. good. Friday the 13th has a storied history, you know. there's But, like... Final Destination, the worst thing I can tell you is that Final Destination 4 is kind of mid and features a racist guy too prominently. Oh, and tremendous. He, 
He gets like a he gets like a really liberal comeuppance where he's like trying to do a hate crime by burning a cross on some guy's lawn, but then he gets dragged behind his truck and burns to death. Hmm. I mean, it's satisfying to watch, but it's very like, uh, what if this happened to you? Actually, yeah, sure. Hmm. Yeah. Much to think about. I, I just I've been on Final Destination kick again lately. I mean, <laughs> I re I, I put Final Destination three back on or not back on. I put Final Destination three in my top four on Letterbox, so I kind of had to you know recommit to the bit and make sure that I'm right. not just talking smoke out my ass. Yeah. You, you- <laughs> you gotta confirm your suspicions. And you know what? Good fucking movie! Good confirmed! Final Decision 3, genuinely like the pinnacle of that franchise to me. 4 has some good deaths, and 5 is actually is really good in my opinion. Really good in my opinion. Tony Todd is back from that one after not being in 3 or 4. But, uh... You know, you know, you know, all other trans girls my age being like, oh my god, Ramona, Ramona, Ramona Flowers, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, oh my god, and I'm just sitting here wise, meditating under a waterfall, saying Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Wendy Christensen, Final Destination 3. <laughs> Only real ones will know. <laughs> Only real heads will know. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, yeah, so a- Aston attacks McGill's, of course. Or, I'm sorry, Takaki yes. attacks McGill's for it, yeah, at first. Because despite Takaki, despite Aston immediately before saying, okay, I'll go first, you follow behind, Takaki's like, he, He's been, like, totally fucking brainwashed by Galen. He's like, you kill this guy, yeah. the fighting's gonna end. So, of course, he won't listen. Um, and Aston rolls up, and, like, McGill's is, like, you know, not trying to kill him, but, you know, self-defense and all that. He ends up, like, crunching Aston's cockpit. Yep, and Aston like it, I, I don't know if he was trying to like blow up his mobile suit or just like crush McGill's like cockpit. A, honestly, to me, that read more as like a, I'm going to die here, but I'm holding this guy down so you can kill him. Before uh, okay, I, before yeah, because he like locks his hands together on the other side, like in like a bear hug. Yeah, it's like the yeah, it's like the world's weakest suplex, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and like right before they're able, like Gallon is able to roll in and like probably end up killing both Aston and McGillis, like if he would have his way. Uh, this is when the, the aforementioned Titanfall happens. Yeah. When Mika drops in. <laughs> Titanfall happens briefly. Yeah. And, you know, Gallon kind of, like, runs off, but... Just yeah, because Mika it. comes in and is like... Or- <clears throat> Mika, like, drops in and says to Megillus, Orga said to not let you die. Yeah. Oh. It's it's just... It's... I, I like this, this growing... These, these, bedfe- these bedfellows keep getting odder. Yeah. That's <laughs> a very good way of putting it. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, we we get a pretty rough scene of Takaki trying to get, pull Aston out of the cockpit, um, and it just like it's the fucking the human debris shit happens again because Aston. Right, it's 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 Akihiro pulling Mas- Masahiro, right? Yes. That was his name. Yeah, Akihiro pulling trying to pull Masahiro out of his uh, his landman roadie. Yeah, or his, it wouldn't have been a landman. It was roadie. it, it was just, just a man roadie. Yeah, it was just a man roadie, but, not land. But but he says no <laughs> no land here. We're in space. Uh, yeah. But he he basically he he says I I wish I never met you because human debris shouldn't feel happiness. Basically, like he he wishes that he wouldn't have to die feeling bad about leaving everyone else behind. Mm-hmm. This shit hurt it. And this is like the episode. This is like five minutes into the episode too. Yeah, definitely. Like uh, the three episode structure has worked well for us in a lot of capacities. I think this is one time that it's failed us a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, listen, I, I just this is a four episode arc. Nothing to be done about it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not my fault. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't do this. Um, yeah, said, it was Galen. Galen's scheme. You were tricked. I was. Like, it was it's Galen's trick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Galen's trick. But, but like, th- this is when the tide starts to turn because we see Radice like frantically trying to talk to his men from the control room and like technology. Right. He's like he's doing. 
he's doing the one tweet where it's like, oh, they're overriding the mainframe, and I can hear it comes in, like, say it in English, yeah. motherfucker, and get, when he's like, oh, my pussy's getting fucked. <laughs> they're fucking our pussies. Yeah! <laughs> they're fucking my pussy. <laughs> it just, it's so good, because fucking Eugene walks in and just, like, calmly cuts off his comms, and Akihira's there, and they're, like, beyond pissed right now. It's yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah. He he says the, he says the um he says the classic line of I was just following orders. Yeah, hmm, wonder where we've heard this historically. Could who could yeah, say? Yeah, um, laughter laughter uh laughter's calling in from the battlefield. The fighting has stopped. Uh, we found out that her last name is Franklin. Um, mm-hmm. nothing, not really making fun of that or anything. There's like a perfectly normal last name. Benjamin we get, like, another, Franklin. We get, we, <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin. <laughs> Benjamin Coldland. <laughs> Follow the station three voice. Fuck you, Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> she, yeah, she says um, uh, Aston's dead, though. Unfortunately, yeah, she breaks the news about Aston, and Akihiro gets fucking mad yeah, about. Yeah, this. Akihiro's like, "All right, t- t- time for the blood price to be paid." Yeah. Uh, and- um. He he like he, he picks he picks Radisha up and uh like interrogates him and Gal- and uh, this is when Radisha immediately sells him out uh and like Galen like one arm tosses him over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Just like the- <laughs> I know like hear his rip, but also this man must weigh like ten square pounds. Yeah. Okay. Th- th- there's a shot later on, and you will certainly notice it is near the end of the show, like uh, of Akihiro in the cockpit, and he is like. It, it's like, you know the fucking part in Dragon Ball Z during the Cell Saga when Vegeta and Trunks try and, like, beef up Super Saiyan too much and they, like, can't move because their muscles are so big? Hold on, let me, let me Google this. Vegeta... It's, it's like Super Saiyan grade four. Let me see if I can find the photo. Maybe not. I've actually... Believe it or not, I've not seen Dragon Ball Z. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, but, I mean, you, you're aware... I, I, I've played my fair share of Dragon Ball Z Budokai as well as Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah, okay. So so this image... And Dragon Ball Tenkaichi. Yeah, so th- this is Super Saiyan Grade 4. Like, they basically get too buff and they can't really move well. They lose speed. Like, the, you know, the, 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 the muscles are just simply too big. <laughs> and then there's this is the shot of Akihiro from later. And I think it's just like a, 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 a fuck up with, like, pers- <laughs> perspective. This is, yes, this is a thumbnail in one of... This is one of the episode thumbnails for later in the season. I've seen this... <laughs> It's just like his his fucking triceps are are those his triceps or those his quads or his delts perhaps? <laughs> I can hear I can hear says any requests and Luigi says yeah lose the shorts. <laughs> like it's it it's just like bad perspective and 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 bad like scaling. But like his arms like one arm is bigger than his entire fucking torso. It's insane. <laughs> he uses this fucking. Is this is what I'll look like after doing push-ups every day for one month. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god. Uh so Galen is like in his own he's in a little encampment with his lads, like in like some abandoned warehouse. He's trying to escape because he kind of like knows Radija's gonna end up selling him out. Uh mm-hmm. and they get the they get the battle call that like, you know, they're being attacked. And Hush is surprisingly in a mobile suit now, funny enough. Yeah. Um Uh he's on he's on patrol with Mika and Mika's like, uh, just do what you can. And Hush is like, No, I can fight actually. <laughs> Five minutes later, this shit sucks, what the fuck? Oh, I'm scared. He's, <laughs> Hush can sew, but he is not able to reap yet. No, he'll 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 learn. Um, I'm excited to get more of Hush, but I have to say, like, baby Hush in the OP is so fucking cute. Like, I, know. I think he and Anya's spy ex family would be friends. Oh, that would be quite nice. I want to see it. <laughs> uh, like, he looks he looks so baby. He does not look Bakugo esque in any capacity in the ED. He, 
his Bakugo genes haven't activated yet. <laughs> right. He, that, 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 <laughs> when you're a blonde anime boy, you don't get your Bakugo genes until puberty. Yeah, you, you have to be in anime high school for that to kick in. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Hush like nearly gets killed, and Mika has to save him, and he like calmly flies up, and Hush is like, "Fuck, dude, this sucks." Uh, yeah, Mika says, uh, "Don't get in my way," and then flies off. And Hush has memories of like the of CCS like going off without him, and him like reaching to their backs. Yeah, it, it's 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 uh, cinematography, it's symbolism, film studies, etc. Uh, meanwhile, the uh, shot the shots to be taught in every film class. Exactly. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Galen is like. He, he's ditched everyone like he's like kind of going off alone like trying to have the fighting draw everyone yeah. away from him uh doesn't uh-huh. work akihiro's found him and things will not be pretty yeah there's this really cool shot that we get here where it's like the where it's like the camera is coming like the camera is like set inside some broken down buildings and so like we see like through a busted Ooh, down door framing. frame and like a phone and like a falling apart like window in this cobblestone house like them fighting it just looks really sick we get it's like two seconds so i just wanted to call it out because it looks fucking yeah no it's, it, it's 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 really fun framing um, this episode, like visual, this episode was like really visually striking. There's a whole lot of stuff I can point to. Like, there's that. Like, so much of the fighting is like that. Like the scene when uh, Takaki decides to decides to plug uh, Radicha, Radicha between the eyes. Like the, I will never ever get tired of a character just being enveloped in shadow when they decide to do something like that. Yes. Uh. So, as Akihiro like goes to attack him. Um, mm-hmm. Gallon is like, oh, like, you know, I know you're fighting like someone who's just lost someone else. Like, that's why you're fighting so desperately, aren't you? Uh, you're a decent per. You're a decent person. You like Castlevania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- this, this line is so fucking good. Gallon's like, the decent ones on the battlefield are always the ones who get weeded out and killed first. And Akihiro just responds, then I guess you're pretty decent. And just fucking crunches him. Yep, he says, good for you. Seems like you're decent. As he like, because like Galen says that as he swings for Akihiro's uh, cockpit. Mm-hmm. But uh, Akihiro catches him with the wrench and uh, just... Um, he like is about to squish Galen to death, and Galen just hits the the big explosion button. Um, and I thought Akihiro was going up in flames for a uh-huh. second here. I was I was worried. No, uh, he's completely fine. <laughs> yeah, he's he's fine. He just walks out of the flame. The way that he walks out of the flame, like half, even though he just pressed the self destruct button, I half expected Galen to like s- like lurch forth as like a last gasp of of like his last action on this earth to like take a final swing at at uh, Akihiro like um. Like Matthew Lillard at the end of Scream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not not so. He's gone. Like fucking bye bye, honey. Bit of, a, bit of a horror movie. Bit of a horror podcast this week. Fear baiting. Fear baiting. Soft relaunch. There we go. Listen, I finished school. Like it's. I gotta get. I gotta get that doc back yes. out to get people signed up. Yeah. Uh. Oh, and 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 as this happens, Lofter is there, like watching him. Like she's like, oh, it, it's like, don't give in to revenge don't hurt yourself but then he's fine she's like oh this is this oh oh hi caramba yeah ooh, ooh, ooh. a lot of doing a, <laughs> as a woman of this show i'm doing a lot of hard work being the emotional core of these things <laughs> fucking honestly uh, like I, I, I didn't. Did, that didn't really crystallize until right now. But like, I'm thinking about like the, the 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 male characters that we have that like express emotion like this, and we've got like takaki mm-hmm. akihiro not Mika. Chad? Chad? Chad, Chad yes. gets some. Chad gets some emotion. Uh, Hush kind of does, like, starting now. Hush, yeah, yeah, Hush, Hush has not had enough time, Hush has not had enough time for me to be like, oh, he's not showing emotion, fail, cringe. Mm, right. Six, six episodes, nine episodes now, baby just born. R- Ride does, Ride does, I'd say. I'm sure. 
Yeah, he will if he hasn't already. Like he's definitely like on you know more on the emotional end of the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, hey, there's more show. Yeah. So we cut from this. Akira's fine. He's alive. We love it. Uh, we cut to the Technon gang interrogating Radice. And, you know, he's saying nothing. So Mika's, and he says, he's like, um, uh, I was doing Joker trick. <laughs> and Mika's just like, we could just kill him. Like, he's yeah, not going to tell us Why are we even anything. talking to this guy? Why are we even talking to this guy? If he wants to do Joker trick, I'm going to ice this clown. Gonna Alexa, kill this clown. <laughs> uh, and- Alexa is what he calls his gun. <laughs> <laughs> zero, zero voice functionality. He just does it as a goop. He says, Alexa, kill this clown. And then just pulls the trigger himself. Yes. Uh, but Takaki says that he wants to talk to Radice like by himself alone. Like he's the one. Yeah, it was in charge. Yeah, of Chad Ranch. left him in charge. Yeah. Uh, so so you know they they all relent. They walk out. They understand. Like you know, hey, he's, yep. he's one in charge. Sure, whatever As, they do. Ozzy and laughter. Yeah, Ozzy and laughter are a little bit like, why would what, what what what's going on? Is he gonna let him go away? We can't have that. And Mika, Eugene, and the Akihiro just walk away and like eh, whatever he does, I'm chill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is it that he does, Sarah? Uh, well, Radisha gets, Radisha, like, begs, and, uh, he's like, uh, I just wanted to protect the Earth Branch, uh, Orga was too far away to accurately judge what was going on on the ground, uh, I had to make a tactical decision call myself to, <laughs> I had to make a tactical decision call myself to do my own personal six days in Fallujah, uh, uh, we just decided for ourselves what to do, and Takagi's like, so did I, motherfucker, and just, bow, bow, bow. You've rules, you fucking rules, yep. bye-bye, honey. Um, we cut- we we cut to Hush getting being fucked up from his stint as a pilot, and he's like, "God, it feels so pow- awful to realize you're powerless, just another kid." And he's like, "Man, Mika is just like he's just fucking better. He's built different. The the lie of banana has got nothing to do with it." Yeah, and then and uh and then Dane is Dane. I love Dane. This like, this I, scene fucking ruled. I love it. This what he says. Yeah, because he's just like you know you're doing a pretty good job to accurately gauge your situation. I bet that's pretty useful for a pilot to have. Yeah, it's and Hush just- is, and Hush is like. I did not know you could say that many words in succession. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, genu- a genuinely, like, lighthearted, funny moment that I think fits really well with, like, to break up the yeah. tension here. It's, yeah, it's a really sweet moment from Dane, too. I, Dane gets, Dane, I want to experience more Dane. Mm-hmm. I have not had enough Dane. I do not care the pompadour guy that he is always with, but I care Dane. Yeah, you, we, we don't care Zach. Show us Dane. Yeah, show, show, show me, show me this, show me this show's Mikey recess. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we cut to Mika and McGillis. They're looking at Dane's like. The, do, you remember the, do you remember the recess episode when they like had to go play kickball with the other school and it was like all like they're evil clones? Uh, yes. This is, Dane is Mikey's evil clone. <laughs> or evil <laughs> twin or whatever. Yeah. His counterpart. Oh God. Uh, so they um, we we cut from that to Mika and McGillis are mm-hmm. they're like looking at the rubble of the battlefield. Uh, and Miguel's is like telling Mika, you know, Galen left no paper trail. Like we're not going to be able to tie this to anything. Um, but we do know. Oh, and I don't think we mentioned it earlier. Galen straight up like says either to himself or to someone else that like um, that uh, Rustle's the one who's like putting him up to this. Yeah, I think he said. I think he like apologizes to to. I think he apologizes to Rustle as he's about to explode. Yeah. But so like this is like when McGillis kind of starts to get suspicious of him too. But like you know mm-hmm. we can't prove anything. Mag- but McGillis mm. gives Mika Mikazuki some uh, some Ladybug candy. Yeah, and he's like and he's like oh this reminds me of the legend of the Agni Kai from Avatar: The Last Airbender. <laughs> I um I referred to, later in my notes I forgot what he was talking about and I just referred to it as Botan Kaitos. <laughs> yeah, this is the legend of the Bakugan. 
Yeah, um, the Agnika the Agnika Kairu. Agnika Kairu. Um, he was. We'll learn later. Uh, he's the he founder the, of. Tech he Con. created Galahorn. Galahorn. Yeah, he yes. was a liber- he was a libertarian. He was a libertarian. He was the guy who like I, I want to say he also like made everyone build the Gundam frames too to win the war. The Calamity War? That makes sense. Uh, sounds, sounds like the type of guy who would do that. Yeah, let me tell you, No, we don't know, we know fuck about, we know fuck all about this guy, and all anyone yeah. online will ever tell you is how badly they want a prequel IBO series about this fool. I, I mean, no. We uh, yeah, don't I don't care. Fucking, we, like, I don't need, I don't need Han Solo doing the fucking, what, the Smuggler's Run or whatever it was called that he references in episode yeah, four. Yeah, the, the, the Castle Run. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Like, no, just let this shit let this shit rock. Yeah, God like, forbid um, we have a sense of mystery in this world building of ours. Like fucking <laughs> the 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 reverse equivalent of this is like I don't know, like 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 Eugene finding a sh- finding like a a show from our universe about like where someone's like oh Arthurian legend, and he's like, damn, I want a prequel about Arthur. Yeah, yeah, it's just like you can you don't have to have everything explained. I think Marvel brain rot has truly fucked us up. Yeah, God. Oh my God. Um, speaking of Marvel brain rot, you you've surely seen the posts that are insisting that you know Doctor Strange and the Multiball Madness needs to be rated like R, Triple X, whatever. Right? There's gore in this one. I I went and watched all of the death scenes, and like this is upset. They they were like upsetting in the way that like I don't know Happy Harry. Some some Happy Harry cartoons were upsetting to me when I was like fourteen. Mm-hmm. It's like. Like, the thing is that, like, Marvel Brain Rod has just, like... Because no one dies, like, by superpowers in those things. They all die by either getting shot or stabbed or exploded or falling off a great height. Like, that's, yeah. all, the, that's all anyone fucking dies of. Or old age or whatever. Uh-huh. And now it's like, oh, this guy's head got exploded by superpowers. And it's like, whoa! This will change the face of cinema as we know it. I fucking... I, I hate Marvel. <laughs> I know. I'm, t- I'm, so, I'm tired of it. I just, I, like... I, I liked Black Panther. I, I liked Black Panther. Like, Black Panther was a movie that I like less and less the further I get away from it. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that was the last Marvel entry I have encountered. And I think that will be the last one for the foreseeable future. Yeah. I, so something, I mean, I guess, I guess I saw, I mean, Spider-Verse. I, I saw Spider-Verse. I'll see Spider-Verse. That doesn't that's count. Like Sony, yeah, that's, that, that's different. That's a though. Sony Pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I saw Katie and I watched Venom 2 over the weekend. Um, oh, that's a, that's a Marvel product I'll dip into. That's also well, Sony it's, Pictures. Well, it's, all, it's Sony though. It's not, it's not fully marvel yep. um, yeah it's 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 marvel light oh god sorry yeah speaking of doctor speaking of doctor strange when i saw professor xavier in that shit like my soul shriveled up i was just stop like, bringing him oh. back <laughs> like not even that just like p- please less things that cross over with this like i i didn't like what it did in marvel versus capcom but the fact that because of rights holding things the x-men were prohibited from being in marvel versus capcom infinite like I relished that a little bit because I'm like, fine, yes, finally, there is some negative consequence to these to this thing being a fucking conglomerate that cannot get its fingers into everything. Mm-hmm. But alas, it's just these a things fucking, can't last. Yeah, we, nothing. No one will rest until media is one giant blob. Yeah. <sighs> um. So anyway, anyways, we, we, we cut from McGill that gives, scene. McGill gives him chalky. Yeah, he, and we he, talk about yeah the the legend of Agniku Kairu. Uh, he's the guy who who's like seeing seeing you. Because uh, this is when we start to learn about, like, the most important Gundam frame. Uh, Bale. Bael, they say in the sub. Bael. Or the dub. Um, I think it would be, I think it would be pronounced, I think it would be pronounced Bile. Bile. Yeah, Bile. I guess I always say Bale. Because, okay, not to th- immediately throw a fucking sidebar into the sidebar we just finished. In um, <laughs> Bravely Default, I'm sorry, Bravely Second. Uh, ah. 
uh one of the main characters magnolia um she's like a demon hunter kind of like she hunts space demons um and it's spelled that B, it's spelled b-a-a-l in that game um ball yeah so yeah she just says i'm with the ball busters <laughs> the entire goddamn game you hear about magnolia's ball busters and i'm just like I, that's great that's tremendous is fucking you know i, oh my, I respect like a, the dedication that's like an awesome that's like an Austin Powers joke, like the fucking, I, I don't know, like the, after the, in the first movie, they're like, oh, the, the, the Irish guy's like, yeah, they're always after me, Lucky Charms, and then, yeah. like, I don't know, fucking Will Ferrell and Brownface would chime in and be like, with my elite cadre of ball busters, and then get thrown into a fire pit. Yeah, but, like, it's just played for straight in the game, no one comments that it's just like, funny balls, and I'm just like, okay, alright, <laughs> sure, that's what they're going for. <laughs> um, Just, it's, it's like that, um... I don't know, there's like this clip going on Twitter today where a horse called uh, Bofa D's Nuts like won a race and the announcer just like, and Bofa D's Nuts crosses the finish line, go wins by head. <laughs> just completely no flinching whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You gotta commit. Yeah. Uh, um, Julieta is like, oh fuck, the bearded guy died? I lo- he was so strong and so kind. I loved him so much. I did not know his name. Yeah, and like, she's like, he was the one who pulled me out of, out of, out of obscurity and let me do this like, and you don't know his name? I mean, I imagine that is in some part by design because it's like, like this is this was probably like Rustal's doing to make sure that there were absolutely as so that no one could fucking tell the rest of Gellerhorn dick about about uh-huh. Galen. Like, I imagine this was Rustal's doing in some capacity to, but it's also very funny. <laughs> yeah, at least at least like give her a fake name, like oh fuck, benevolent Brooks. <laughs> Oh no, Sleeve McTykel, no! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not Dwayne's Mortigal! <laughs> but yeah, she's, she's mourning the death of a man. Not Dios Mingo! Dios Mingo! <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, but Ru- Russell gets like mad at her for mourning him because she, yeah. he, he's like, don't mourn the death of someone who did such great things. And He but, lived like, through fighting and died doing the same. Like, mm-hmm. this is... This... I... I don't know if I like Rustal. I'm prepared to enjoy him as a villain because it's like, this is some emotional manipulation shit that I'm like, Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. just like fucking, just like, just like fucking greasing up your cronies with all of the fucking lies you can uh-huh. just get that and indoctrinate them. Yeah. It's noble to die for our cause. Yeah. Only fu- live through fighting, die doing the same. It was a noble death. He devoted so much of himself to us. And if you and if you mourn him as anything other than a soldier, you are trampling his wishes. It's it's a fun little it's it's I, I like that it's making me ask the question of how much of this is Rustal's actual worldview and how much of this is him just pulling this him just pulling the marionette strings. Yeah. Hey, more episodes left in the season. Find out what yeah, his deal is. I, I suppose we will find out. Yeah. Um <laughs> and, and the last scene of the episode is Takaki coming home. Uh, Fuka's asleep on the table. She did. She did math yeah. so good. And there's like a photo of the boys and her in front of her. Surely this will end she, well. She she explained the subspace topology so well. She did, and she comes home, and then she's like, "Where's Aston?" And then like she's she looks up and sees Takaki starting to cry, and oh, hate to see it's it. Sad. It's sad. And thus ends the war with... I've been through the desert in a <laughs> war with no name. It felt good to get out of the rain. rain. Uh, which brings us to episode 33 of the show. Mm-hmm. Sovereign of Mars. 
The Seven Stars meet and discuss the conflict between the economic blocks. Nobody can figure out who hired Galen, but McGillis suspects the entire thing was orchestrated by Restel. We learn that Tekadon are leaving Earth in the wake of everything, and while McGillis promises Orga that Tekadon will be sovereign of Mars when they help him take control of Galarhorn, Takaki quits, saying that he doesn't want to give up the happiness he has now for happiness in the future. While everyone else goes along with Orga's decision, their path ahead seems treacherous. I think uh, I like Takaki's decision, um, the, but the way you worded it made me think like uh, like some fucking, I don't know, some crypto guy who's getting out of the game and the other guy's like, uh, fine, trade your money now for bajillions later. Yeah, trade, I was, trade, I, trade your fucking Tekadon coin. Yeah. <laughs> all, my, all my gun frames gone. <laughs> <laughs> this, is really, this is really how we find the quickest way through. <laughs> We, we had Dexter turn us into NFTs. <laughs> Dexter Calculator turned me into a monkey. <laughs> All my frames gone. All my frames gone! <laughs> the Bordeaux Bro Yacht Club. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I need like a big sippy of water after that (laughs) So, the episode begins with the Seven Stars having a meeting. Eok is freaking out as usual. The economic blocks, it's like, conflict is brewing. Everyone knows Gjallarhorn can't stop anyone from fighting now. Um, They they tell McGillis, hey, maybe you shouldn't spread to Mars. Maybe you should worry about keeping Earth under control because everyone's about to bite each other's throats out. Maybe think about that for once. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rustle is like, ah, oh, the man who ignited this conflict probably never existed and, and was just a hoax made up by Arbrow to justify their aggression. Sure, buddy. Whatever you want to yeah. say. <clears throat> so just say what... It, oh, God, sorry. I just fucking... The, the, it got dark in the process of this recording. Like, not dark, dark, but, you know, it's dusk. Yeah. Um, and I, I looked away from my monitor for a half second and I went back to it and, like, I just got, like, you know, the Windows notepad open and it's just, like, blinding white. <laughs> <laughs> just I just like I I just like had like I just, like recoiled briefly. <laughs> That's what happens. This is, it happens like every single day where like I'll be in bed with Katie and she'll show me a TikTok and her phone is on max brightness and she like shows her phone to me. I'm like <gasps> I turn into fucking <laughs> I turn to Dracula daily whenever she does that shit. <laughs> oh man, I was I, I saw I saw something that, that, that was like um the the Dracula daily should be extended to other things like uh. Because, like, the, the entirety of the one-year war in uh, 079 is, like, that's documented on days. It's documented on days, and the funny thing is, the actual, like, show starts in, like, September or October, I think. Mm. And it ends on, like, New Year's Day. Mm. Might be a fun little, might be a little yeah. fun little well, project to Reno for any aspiring, yeah. I don't know, maybe, that might be, like, a, that might be, like, a fun, because, like, there's no, like, way to, like, tra- there, there's no, you know... Uh, original Gundam was not told in the story in the form of like a series of letters the way Dracula was. Yeah, but um, I don't know. We, we theoretically like have a, like a Twitter like news things. like Twitter news bulletin like fucking right. I, yeah. I don't know. Like yeah. like uh, um uh fucking god I can't even remember the the name of the bad guys Zeon yeah Zeon yeah. Zeon Daily Zeon Daily. Well, I know that there's like a World War One as it happened Twitter account. Yeah, which is kind of a cool idea too to like you know get the sort of time scale of everything like that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there, there's an idea for, for all of you young, upcoming uh, Gundam heads. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, 
the the uh, they're just like kind of they're they're just they're uh, everyone at the Gallerhorn Seven Stars meeting is just kind of talking about Galen. Does he exist? Does he not? Who is this Galen? <laughs> does ooh, Galen ooh, is ooh, real? Yeah. Does Galen is real? Um, they are just you know arguing about it, and nothing really comes of it. Uh, uh, well, well per- one of the per- the guy who's like who looks like a little bit like Rustal but purple uh, is like, hmm, what about this Galen guy? And Eox would be like, no record of him doesn't exist. Must, nah, must he's be not up. real. <clears throat> Uh, um, Eok sucks in a really funny way. Like, not to say that I think Eok is like I'm sure Eok is a bad person. I will get to I will get to experience that later. But Eok is just kind of like a fail sergeant in a lot of yes, like, no, funny absolutely. Ways. You're he's not very he's not very good at politicking or piloting, and I like him a lot as a result. Yeah, next next week you're gonna start seeing why people don't like Eok, like in not in a fun way. But like for mm. now, when he's just like a bumbling funny guy, it's good. Is he gonna kill a character that I like? No. Okay. I don't okay. think so. Well, I'm 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 concerned. I'm because cons- like the thing is, I at this point I just assume that like people like you know I don't know like I've got friends who like hate Carta because she killed Biscuit, which like I I I I bear no I bear no ill will to people who feel that way. But I also like I I you know I do I can contra- do do I contradict myself very well? Then I am vast. I contain multitudes. I can love Biscuit. I can love Carta. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking I I was thinking it might be like a, oh he killed I don't know like he just fucking like blasts Atra. Actually, if he if he blasted Atra between the eyes, I would not forgive him. Yeah, but, like, that, that's he, the one thing. He he like I don't know, he blasts Dante between the eyes, and everyone's like, no Dante, my favorite character Dante. And <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you you you'll, make you'll up see. an IBO fan guy whose favorite character is Dante. <laughs> there are dozens of us. <laughs> uh, he's fine. I've got nothing against the guy. It's just like he's Dante. Yeah, he's Dante. Uh, so Rustle meets with McGillis after the meeting, uh, and McGillis, like you know, he he he's handling this all tact- tactfully. He's talking about how the conflict was his blunder, which never should have happened, and and Rustle kind of gets a tactical a- blunder. <laughs> <laughs> the drill to like empties a full clip into my leg with perfect pinpoint accuracy okay here's what i think happened yeah. uh russell like flashes back to when he first met mcgillis as a kid reading his cool yes. bird book uh my, my notes my notes here say uh we fla- uh we flash back to remembering days of baby mcgillis and young slut rustle yeah you know <laughs> young russell kind of nice with it you i know? gotta say yeah he still has those fucking shark teeth doesn't have the yeah. tony starko teeth Oh yeah, gonna but, cut, gonna fucking cut you while he's eating that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 asked McGillis, you, you know, because he knows that McGillis is like the adopted son of Farid by this point. So he's like, you know, yeah. trying to be nice and ingratiate himself. And he's like, you know, do anything, do yeah, you he, want toys or treats or cookie cakes and creams? He, he walks up and does like the fucking Gaston thing in Beauty and the Beast. He's like a physical book. How quaint! Yeah, he does the bell <laughs> face when he holds it. Yeah, uh, uh, he's like, hey, bu- hey, bud, you want anything? And McGillis just turns and down and says, Biel, Biel. And he's I like, am. how the fuck do you know that? Uh, and we like immediately cut to the present. And he's like, just telling McGillis, you know, he's impressed with how he handled his Nario's Yeah, downfall. he finessed his Nario. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he, and he obviously... Is like, hmm? Oh, I was just saying, McGillis is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Me? Yeah, he has to brush it off. But it's clear Russell knows that McGillis kind of orchestrated all that. And he's just like, I wonder what you're planning next. And he just mm-hmm. walks off. Goodbye. Uh, let's see. Kidelia, or, or, or sorry, uh, McGillis talks to Isarugi for a hot second, and he's like, yeah, Russell did the Galen thing, but we can't do anything about it. Oh, well. Kudelia mm-hmm. uh, then talks to Machinai about the war. Uh, we learn that Tekanon is withdrawing from Earth. Uh, SAU and Arba are signing a peace treaty. 
I, I yeah, guess Pekadon said this sucks and they hit the bricks. Yeah, fuck this actually. I don't want to help anyone on Earth. I don't yeah. fighting. Oof. Yeesh. Oof. And we also find out we also find out in the scene that our friend Chad Chadden, Chad Shadow is okay. He's fine. Uh we and also find out that Makanai has gone soft in his old age. He's like, oh, it would have been fucked up if a young if a young upstart like that young like that delightful young Chad gentleman had passed yeah. in uh, in saving my life. I am I am but a virgin, and he is a true Chad. <laughs> I it was this, it was at this point that I noticed how truly fucked up Makanai's beard is. It's like, like it looks like steel that was wrenched into place by a metal worker. Yeah, this motherfucker goes through two cans of Old Spice pomade a day. <laughs> You could you could fucking skewer someone on his little beard tips. Yeah, uh, did I already make, did I already make the cute, the Kumhei Hyun joke on this show? Yes, you did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> okay, yeah, he does look like that still yeah. though. Uh, I never forget. And he he invites Kudeli to like stay with him on Earth because he's like, you know, I need to I understand now. I need to pave the way and move aside for the younger generation. That could be you. Uh, yeah. And he's like, hey, Kudeli, you want to stay on Earth? Yeah. Chill here. Uh. We, uh we, we don't we don't get a resolution of that just yet though. Yeah, not yet. We cut to Chad, my friend Chad. He's looking over a KIA list. Um, no, no, I don't want to do a whole list read of this because there's not quite as many funny names on here as there were on the tombstone. But I, I did like the names LeBron, Le, sorry, LeBlonde Frude and Rita Rarotada. That's my favorite Power Rangers villain. Yeah, I was gonna make that exact same. Okay, good. <laughs> after one million, after <laughs> one thousand years. <laughs> Uh, um, Chad is really fucked up about this. He's like, I wish I had thrown my, I wish I had been able to throw myself yeah, forward about this, God. which is funny because like that's literally what Chad did. I was like, Chad, did Ch- Chad threw himself on a grenade. That's what my note said. He did Bruno Mars. He caught a grenade for him. <laughs> he, he performed Bruno Mars. Wait, Tekadon. That's what Tekadon's gonna be the sovereign of Bruno Mars. <laughs> This glass of champagne is still mostly full. I gotta fix that. One sec. Oh, I I got water in my lungs. Oof. <laughs> you're ah, you're a Bruno Mars joke too funny. He's too funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Laughter then talks to Akihiro, asking him, hey, how come Asuna has the same last name as him? And Akihiro is talking to her about, you know, all the human debris took his name. You like, he's, you know, the older brother to like, not just uh, Masahiro, but kind of all of them. So it's like, a sort of show of respect to him. It's nice. It's a, it's a very nice gesture. Yeah. Um. He does. He does respect. He does like respect Butler. <laughs> he does the bow. Yeah, he does respect. Yeah. Uh, we, we next see Eugene's talking to Takaki about Ridichi's accounts, and we learned that like yeah, he, they're they're both just like uh they're they're both just like looking at the the books that have been extremely cooked, and they're like, hey, what's up with this shit? And Takaki's like, oh, that was Radisha. and Takaki feels fleeced, and then we also get images of Gundam spreadsheet. Yeah. I, pl- I plugged all th- two of our Gundams into Excel. What do we do now? <laughs> Just all <laughs> new Excel file. A one Barbatos. A two Gusion. Okay, boss. What next? C- call it a day. Clocking out. <laughs> yep. Got- oh, cut print. Get out of here. <laughs> um, Takaki. You know he he feels he was all his. It's all his fault. He doesn't deserve to be in Tekadon. And Mika's like, well, you were following the orders you thought were coming from Orgo. Like, don't feel bad. Like, you were still serving the boss in your own way, even though yeah. you didn't. 
but you thought you did, and it's a thought yeah. that counts. It's, that's yeah, a, it's, this is surprisingly tender moment for Mika here. Yeah, this is a level. Of, this is sorry, I bumped my mic. This is a level of like understand. Like, not that Mika is like a particularly emotionally unintel. I don't think Mika is emotionally unintel. I think this is oh, sorry. I took a big sip of champagne and I've completely lost control of my words. I don't think Mika is an emotionally unintelligent person. I but I think Mika is like he is intelligent, but just does not act on this emotional intelligence right. in any capacity. And this is one of the. Mika, oh God, Mika is so cute in this scene, by the way, because like Takaki gets to the like set, gets to the foot of the stairs in the in the hangar. He's like, "Oh, whoa, is me!" And then Mika reveals that he's like sitting on the the concrete that's like next to the stairs and just like slides down it. Yeah, and like he's got his feet hanging off. He's just like kicking them back and kicking his little leggies back and forth. It's so cute. Yeah. And like Kudalia walks in. Yeah, this and th- th- I genuinely really love this scene because like Mika walks off when Kudalia walks in. We really don't ever see her with other characters. Like, we don't... We, she never gets moments with, like, just one other boy instead of, like, Orga or Mika. So this is, right. like, this really nice moment of her talking to Takaki saying, like, you know, you're all boys. You have so much to learn. Like, you know, you feel, like, dumb now. You feel like you fucked up. But, like, every day you're going to learn and grow. And, like, things are going to become better the more you push through. It's, like, this is very nice, tender moment of her, like, just straight up giving, like, advice from the heart to someone. Yeah. Um, and at this point, I say, I wonder if it's good that Takaki idolizes Mika killing the first core in cold blood. Now, to be clear, Mika was right to do that. I don't want to, uh-huh. I don't want to, you know, get, I don't want to get that twisted. But also, like, his, like, idolization of Mika starting there is, like, a little. Yeah, maybe not the best base for your admiration, perhaps. Yeah, but y- listen, who am I, who am I to judge? I, I was worried this was going to lead him down a bad path, but he decided to go become a cream-faced business boy instead. Yeah, we, we have no cho- choice but to stand. Yeah, uh, uh, we cut to Julieta. She's 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 uh, she's gaming, and she's, she's so oh. mad because she's so good at gaming. <laughs> she said, "Can you crank up the difficulty on level three? Yeah, she she's like she's playing against level nine CPUs, no fucking problem. Yeah, absolutely. She's like waves shining all over them. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like, oh my god, her 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 fucking her fucking like her like you know short hop into Nair is just on point. Yeah. Unbeatable. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, she's lamenting uh, that if she was there, you know, the battle would have gone differently. And Mister Masked Man rolls up and tells her that she's making a mockery of the dead by saying that. Yeah, um, the same thing that Rustal that Rustal also said. Yeah, and you know, um, it, this is when she reveals that you know Gallon taught her everything, and the mass he's like, that reminds me of someone else who was plucked from nothing and is grateful for how he was raised. Where is he? He's very close to me right now. <laughs> fucking tremendous. Um, and Julietta's like, oh, I guess you're a more decent man than she than I thought, and. uh not Baldwin responds, and he's, he basically says, damn, you're thick as a brick, huh? That, I thought that one was a dead fucking giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, uh, is that a compliment? And he's like, yes. Yes. Uh, I don't know if he, I don't know if what he was said there was intended to be taken as you're thick, you're dumb as shit, but it's what I took it as. I, I think it's a little bit different in the uh, dub. I think it's more like, I was complimenting you, and you just kind of like, it, it wasn't him being rude, it was him being like, oh, I'm surprised you didn't get my compliment. Oh, okay. Because the way the way I took that, I, I think he was like, "I'm surprised you did not get the the very obvious hint that I gave of that I am the man mm. that I'm talking about here." Yeah, no. At, at least, but I think, at, I think unless, yours yeah. probably makes more sense. Mine would mine would they would have like been more comedy about my about yeah. my interpretation. Uh, um, hey, spe- speaking of we, comedy, wee woo wee woo Toto watch oh, comedy. Yeah, that's exactly what I think of every time I see fucking Toto. <laughs> Why is he still around? Laugh Why the fuck is this riot. guy still here? 
<laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, I'm here to, I'm here to cheer you guys up. I heard a bunch. He's like, he's like, well, like, I heard a bunch of guys died. Damn, rip. I'm Shit, that sucks. <laughs> rip to you, and but I'm different. <laughs> and, he- <laughs> and like two nameless Tekadon guys were like, you're fucking, you're fucking thirty, dude. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, here's Montag. <laughs> yeah, he's he's doing Frankie Cheeks, where he like he, he's staying behind to monitor the Tekadon kids' development. Yeah. Sorry for all the Final Decision 3 references. These are extremely niche and are not, like, even the people who've seen that movie once, like, they're not going to get the, they're probably not going to understand the fucking references I'm making because I've seen that movie an unhealthy number of times. It's good. It's good. You should, have you seen Final Decision 3? I've seen, like, the first two. You should see Final Decision 3. It's got, it's got, uh, it's got, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. It's got a guy named, it's got a guy named, uh, there's, there's an actor named Texas Battle in it. Fuck yeah. Um, That's what happened at the end of Gundam. <laughs> And you know that Texas Battles character does die by having his head exploded like Kaecilia. Damn, damn, it's true. <laughs> Time is a flat circle. That's true. So Gundam, Gundam and Final Destination Three, two thousand six film are exactly the same. It, 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 I I see no difference. Yeah. Uh, um, Mika, or, Orga, and McGillis are talking. They're chatting. They're yeah, having they're having a little yeah, tail tay. We see McGillis and Montauk get up for like a single shot, and then we see his mask, and he's like, oh, "Okay, how do you use that as a disguise?" Yeah, it's funny. Uh, he basically says, hey, I'm going to be in charge. You guys remind me of the Acne Kai from Avatar Last Airbender. Can you help me, please? Yeah, and uh, uh, Orga is like hesitant, and McGillis is like, what? Too many corpses? Smug? And, and Orga's like, no. Why do you think we're so epic? And he's like, I saw the image of the Agnika Kairu. And... <clears throat> I, I guess this, again, is a consequence of them not knowing they were going to get a second season when they did the first. But, man, they sure just fucking dump this Agni Kakairu stuff on us. Like, it's, like, like it's something that he has referenced before. But we just get, like, a blah, blah, blah in these three episodes of it. Yeah, we, we've just coincidentally been outside of the room every single time he talks about Agni Kakairu. Yeah, because he apparently, he apparently fucking loves it. Like, there's a scene at the end of the third episode where Almira's like, are you reading that book again? Yeah, it, it's just, it, it's, it's. It's important, sure. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, again, understood. It's they probably would have done a little bit more seating without if they'd known they were going to get a second season. Yeah, this is the way mm-hmm. with these things. I'm not that mad about it. Yeah, it's just funny. It's yeah, uh, and he says Tekadon will become the sovereign of Mars. Like he, he will put Tekadon in charge of Galarhorn Mars if yeah, if the he king gets in of charge. Mars. And my notes say, is this good? Uh, survey says probably not. No, I don't think that uh, the master's the master's tools will. <laughs> now uh, we asked a hundred participants uh, whether the master's tools will eventually dismember the ma- uh, disassemble the master's house. Survey says. <laughs> yeah, he he does the fucking rage comics thinking face. Hmm. Today I will dangle the biggest carrot imaginable in front of Orca. <laughs> Yes, and Orga just fucking bites. Yeah, he loves this shit. He's like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, oh, I want to be king of Mars. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I really, I never understood why they translated it to Sovereign of Mars, because King of Mars just rolls off the tongue so much better, and it makes the same amount of sense in English as Sovereign of Mars. Yeah. Sovereign just, a, is, is clunkier. I mean, would the, would the Tepidon kids ostensibly know what Sovereign means? I'm curious. Like, 70% of them would not. Yeah, okay, so it would be the estimate. same thing. Yeah. Uh, we cut the, king, from, the king of Mars. The, the king of Mars. <laughs> my back is getting weary. My back <laughs> is getting tight. <laughs> I'm sitting here in traffic. Attacking down tonight. <laughs> Baby, all my life, I will be Gundam home to you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Leah Rimini is 
Atra. <laughs> so true. Kevin Smith, or no, Kevin, J- which Kevin is it? No, it's Kevin, it's Kevin James, which Kevin I can James. only remember because Kevin Smith, huge jorts, is a think-of-phrase of mine, and that is not Paul Blart in that No, age. yeah, but Paul Blart would never, Paul Blart would never wear a Jinko jean. <laughs> he would never wear huge jort. Um, <laughs> Kevin, jo- Kevin, Kevin Jones is Dane. Okay, Bis- yeah. Kev- No, Kevin, Kevin Jones biscuit. <laughs> okay, there we go. Uh, what's what's what was the guy's name that played art that played like uh, George's dad on Seinfeld and was in that show? Oh, um, that's uh, Machinai. <laughs> okay. Uh, what what the fuck was that motherfucker's name? John Randolph. Is that was it? John Randolph? Yeah. No, Jerry. Stiller. Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller. Yeah. That was John Randolph was the original guy. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry uh, Stiller's Machinai. Okay. Jerry Stiller Machinai. <laughs> he could definitely do a better McMurder. Um, Patton Oswalt. Uh. That can be Dane. Pat Oswalt can be Dane. Be, okay, yeah, sure, 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 sure. That's good. He's kind of got. He's kind of got the same. He's kind of got like a similar face. Yeah, he. he. I, I'm racking my brain for the other character, the other, the rest of the cast of King of Queens when it's already a Herculean task that I was able to name four actors. Uh, yeah, that, that that, show. That, you know, I, 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 it's coming up empty. <laughs> Let me see if there's anyone else of note. Let me Google King of Queens cast real quick. <laughs> uh. Yeah, nobody, nobody of nobody of note in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor Williams, uh, Gary Valentine, who? Nicole Sullivan, nothing. Larry Romano, D- r- related to Raymond? Might be. Let's let's find out. He kind of looks like him. Are you related to? No, but he's related to Carmine Giovanzano. Mamma Mia! Who was Danny Messer in CSI? Sure. <laughs> I, lo- I love sure. media. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, uh, d- uh, Mr. Carmine, Carmine Dominic Giovanzano, in case the name was not Italian enough for you. Yeah. His first on-screen role was the uh, in the in the first episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer when he was the first character killed in that entire series. Ah, really paving the way. A real yeah. trailblazer him. Yep. Cousin to Buddy Giovanzano. <laughs> Fucking wow. Damn, this is so Italian. Yeah, not a no, no real, no notable credits from uh from Mister from Mister Buddy, Mister Buddy. Um, ooh, wee, ooh, I look like just Buddy, like Buddy Oh, oh, and a Larry Romano. <laughs> <laughs> I married Vanessa Marcel on July 11th. 20- I'm just reading. Yeah, Giovanzano's Wikipedia at this point. Uh, so. Takaki and Fuka are looking at the photo of them and Aston, and they're like, oh, look, they're, they're reminiscing. Oh, this is the day we decided was Aston's birthday, because he didn't know. Um, yeah. And, you know, he Takaki still kind of shaken by Aston's words, asked Fuka if he better if they weren't friends. And Fuka's like, no, of course not. Like, we have all these happy we memories We make good memories together. together. Don't cry. Yeah. And then they hug and cry. They hug and uh, cry. And cute. Fuka says, I don't want you to leave me behind, too. When this is when Takaki decides he will become a cream-faced business boy and not mm-hmm. die getting crushed in the cockpit of a mobile suit. Yeah. He'll, he'll work in the cube farm for Fuka. Yep. Um, we cut from Hush doing one-handed push-ups to, so that he can hang better with Mikazuki, and, uh, 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 what, what's, what's that motherfucker, what's the pompadour's name? The, Zach. the Darren, what's, yeah, Zach is like, oh, look at this fucking tough guy, and he's like, oh, shut the fuck up, and then Dane just comes over and sits on him, he's like, I'm like, making you strong. Push up harder. <laughs> um, or, or just, add, just adding an actual, like, I don't know, I don't know, like, 220, 240 pounds, yeah. I mean, yeah, Dane is yeah hard to gauge Dane's Dane's weight, but uh, uh-huh. two two fifty probably. Two, yeah, at, sure. As that's, a conservative that's, that's, estimate. That's a good estimate. At full height, maybe like two eighty, three hundred. Mm-hmm. That's about. I'm about there. 
Yeah. Uh, so we cut from there to Orga talking like to the Tekadon leadership uh, about Miguel's offer, and he's like, I'm thinking of taking him up on it. This is the fastest route for Martian independence. Mirabit's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Just, once again, the only adult in the room. Yep. Uh, but but everyone's just like, I don't know what king means, but I'm with the boss 100% on this. Yeah, they're, they're just completely blindly following Orga, and t- she's like, this is the ultimate finish. Uh, is like, well, I'm gonna quit, and yep, surprisingly... deuces. Yeah, he's fine with it. Orga's like, alright, I accept. Like, you know, he, un- he, he recognizes it. He understands that, like... It's a fucked up position to be in. Uh, and, yep. and later, as Fuka's like walk, or as Ataki's walking through the halls, Chad is there and he, he's like, hey, don't worry, we're always going to be family. And Nika's like, no, like, you're not the Tekadon family anymore. You don't need to worry about us anymore. Yeah, you're and, not in the family anymore. Yeah. It's, it's not Olive Garden, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, but Chad, or Akihiro is like, don't worry, like, that's Mika showing his kindness, basically, like, saying, you don't need to worry about us. Like, we can, t- we can take care of ourselves. You just worry about Fuka. And Akihiro here thanks uh, 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 Takaki for being friends with Aston. And that, fuck, like, there was some stuff that we didn't go over earlier where Akihiro is just, like, lamenting the fact that, like, he as human debris, he wished he could have been, like, a better role model, like, older brother figure to Aston the way that he wanted to be for Masahiro specifically. And, like, he, he thanks Takaki for having been a friend to him. And that, that fucking got me. Like, I, was, I, I definitely felt sad when Aston died, but I did not really shed a tear until Akihiro was like, hey, thank, thank you for being yeah. here. Yeah. It's fucking rough. Yeah. Um, so, Kudelia, we cut to her next. Uh, she declines Makanai's offer. She yep. says she's going to head back to Mars. Tekon's making these, like, fucking huge waves. And Machina's like, well, they, they might not like what awaits them at the end of their path. Who could possibly say if he's going to be right or not? Yeah. He's like a, he's, he, he's, he, Machina just sounds like a wizard in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, who knows what will be awaiting them at the end of their fate? Mm. They'll never find my treasures three. <laughs> I have a small Korean boy piloting me from the inside with a stringed <laughs> instrument. <laughs> Bite this 2K. <laughs> uh... Chad and Akihiro next are talking about how Earth was like a second home to, to Chad. And he didn't think he'd find a place that he belonged as like human debris. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's just like so a lot of just vignettes of characters having yeah. conversations this episode. Yeah. Uh, next. What's the next one? Oh, yeah. Ozzy talks to Lofter. N- yeah. Next one is Lofter watching Chad and Akihiro have this conversation. And Ozzy rolls up. and is like, hey, boo, what's up? And uh, Lofter is like, um, ooh, Boy uh, problems. <laughs> I don't have boy problems. Who's got them? I've got them too. La, 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 la. Boy trouble. I've got double. Don't know what to do. She's about breaking up with her boyfriend, but yeah. he saved her from sex slavery. Yeah. Laughter just like, I'm not going to tell him. Don't worry. It's fine. Um, yeah. Well, Ozzy says that. Oh, yeah, yeah, laughter Ozzie, and Ozzy Ozzie's, say that. Ozzy says it's left. Yes. Um, yeah. Next up, Mika and Orga are talking. It's it's like they're talking in front of the, the window on the ship. Uh, yep. Their their spot boys spot yeah uh, yeah the biscuit memorial window the, the, the biscuit griffin memorial space biscuit window griffin memorial window uh and he's like I'm relieved that Takaki quit but he doesn't know why he's relieved Takaki quit and Orga like you we get the feeling that Orga knows what to say to Mika but he like doesn't wanna he's like I'll I'll explain why later and we'll just figure out what we're doing as we're going along yeah. Yeah. Um. And uh, he apologizes, and then we get uh, Takaki, the cream-faced business boy, picking uh, picking Fuka up from school. Yeah. And she's like, "Hey, how was work today?" And he's like, "Well, let's go home, our home." Yeah. It's just it's a, it's a nice little ending. Nice nice episode. 
Yeah, nothing bad happened. Nothing bad time. happened. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next episode. Episode 34. Vidar Rising. It's time to chill out a little bit as we reset to build towards some more action. Tekken has some new tools at their disposal, new pilots for the Landman Roadies, and a new Gundam, Floros. Tekken ultimately decides to become the Kings of Mars, taking Megillus up on his offer. In order to sort things out for Tewaz, Nase offers his life if things break bad with that whole arrangement. Hush is basically Mika's unwanted butler now as he continues to hashtag grindset his way to surpassing Mika. Meanwhile, Definitely Not Baldwin gets his hands on his new mobile suit, Vidar, and decides to make that his new name as well. He and Julieta absolutely stunt on some mobile suits engaging in an uprising in the Dork colonies, and we end with McGillis promising his child bride a libertarian future where they can marry each other, among other things. Yeah, McGillis heel turn. End of this episode, a real fucking stink. I'd, I'd genuinely forgotten about Almira's entire existence in this show until the end of this episode. I was like, fuck. Yeah, right? I was watching this shit at work, and I was just like, ah, stop <laughs> yeah. it! Get away yeah. from her! <laughs> Go get, get a job! Fucking pervert! <laughs> God. The, uh, the comments on the crunchy the comment the crunchyroll comments on this are driving me insane too. It's like, um, you people are actually the sickos here because you are the only ones who can see this as like a sexual thing. He would never obviously do anything. And it's like whether or not he he's would do something noses. sexual with whether or not he would do something sexual with this child is not relevant. He is still manipulating, emotionally manipulating a baby into thinking that he is in love with her as she is in love with him. Uh-huh. He's like three times her age. This is fucking insane. Yeah, it's... Like, just a night... I, I texted a friend, like, right before... Like, as soon as that thing happened, like, man, I, I do appreciate the... Uh, I do appreciate them reminding me every once in a while that McGillis does suck ass in every vector. Mm-hmm. God. Uh, he sucks ass in a fun way in a lot of directions. You know, I love you know I love me a yeah, car. Th- this is the this is the facet with which we don't want to examine him. We yeah. have to, but we hate to see it. Like, I just I there's a couple of things in this episode that made me just say, like, I kind of get what they were going for. Like, I get that this isn't a this is them like uh showing us how like bold faced McGillis is in all of his manipulation. He is not above emotionally manipulating a like an eleven year old. Uh-huh. And like, there's another thing in this episode that we'll get to with Naze and his wives all being, like, rescued from trafficking, the sex slave reference that I made earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, I really get what they were aiming for. Complete flop, though. Like, just really... Yeah. I get the angle you're shooting for, you fucking biffed it. Bad to see. Like, you're trying to fucking bank... You're trying to fucking bank the seven ball into the corner pocket, and you just, like, scratch off the table. Yeah. Uh... So this one starts out. Uh, we see Mika on Sakura's farm. He sends Hush off to do you know, like menial training. Uh, she wishes Mika could just stay on the farm forever. It's what he wants to do. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, nothing gold can stay. Yeah. We we move to Arian Rod. Rustle's talking to the masked man about someone's funneling arms to colony independence activists. Um, and he's finally going to get deployed. He's finally happy. He can fight with his. With <laughs> his, with his <laughs> the United buddy. States refuses to pass COVID. The United States refuses to pass more COVID funding, but they will definitely fund Dort in their yeah, uprising. Dort. Dort. <sighs> oh, God, yeah, but yeah, so he's finally get to see action. Uh, yeah, this masked man who we we will know the name soon. Um, yeah, Vidar. Vidar, which is yeah. the the Norse god of revenge. Ooh. So not 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 laden with symbolism in any way. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, 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 
Yeah, uh, Chad is now doing. Chad is now going pilot mode. Also, uh, he's you know he's doing he's he's he gets his he's gonna get in one of the um the not the Gushan the Landman roadies. Yeah. Uh, the new guy who I can't remember his name. He's in like he was in like the first episode of the season, like like piloting a mobile worker alongside Hush. Um, I, yeah. I know I said his name in that. You, episode. You said his like, name. I forget his name. Doesn't really matter. But yeah, he he wants to do it. Um. Yep. And Dante's there. Dante, Chad, and this guy are the new Landman roadie pilots. Yeah, and you know it's just nice. Like they're, they're piloting it, even though they're human debris. They want to honor Aston by doing it, mm-hmm. just like yeah. how he did it. Um, Eugene is supervising mobile suit maintenance, and he looks at Orca's unique Shiden, the King's Throne. Um, it's like a white Shiden with like a little horn on top. It looks a lot. So hold on, Orca's Shiden, Gundam Unicorn. You mean you mean Shino's Shiden? Orga? No, 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 no. Okay, you know the white. Shiden. Yeah, I, I know. I know what you're talking about. I just didn't know who's that was. That's Orga. That they don't. Oh, okay. So, so here's the thing. They don't say it out loud. I don't think Orga ever fucking pilots it. I yeah. I would never have. Yeah. That it. It looks sick. I really like the way that it looks. Like it's a really simple design. Like it's just like gray and white with a couple of red highlights. But I like it. It's fucking. It nice. reminds me so much of Gundam Unicorn though. Oh, let me like, look at this thing. I, I I just posted the the image of it. Oh, sure, like, sure, sure. Especially in the deactivated mode, like it has the little horn up front. It even mm-hmm. has the same sort of like shaped visor. Like it's like this like long wide V. Yeah, and it's even got those like it's even got like those like kind of like dark blue purple ish highlights. Yeah, like the like the really like the really like low saturation dark blues. Yeah, and like this this show came out five years after Unicorn did, but like it's just I don't know if it's a reference to Unicorn. But like, cause we this we don't see this thing do fuck all. Yeah, but I I, I just assumed I I was just like I was really confused because I thought this was the uh, the Floros. Is that the new is that the new frame? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. This is not the Floros. I, I assumed this was the Floros. I was like, oh wow, they got that. They got they got that to uh to uh, Gallarhorn mechanic pretty quickly, or yeah. uh, Tewa's mechanic pretty quickly. Yeah. No, we we will know when we see Floros. Um, yeah, but yeah, Eugene looks like he's like the king's throne. Yeah. Uh, but so, so Tekadon's training, they're getting more firepower gearing up for more contracts. Meribit talks to Yuki Nojo about the new Gundam frame. And, you know, she, she has a bad feeling, rightfully so, about more mobile suits named after biblical demons. Yeah, being being in, being in Tekadon's power. And um, Yuki Nojo pets her head, and his hand is just so big that he palms her like a basketball. <laughs> That's what I would say, too. <laughs> Like he could with one hand he could pick her up and windmill dunk her like fucking T Hawk using his command grab in Street Fighter Four. Uh-huh. Hey, we don't know what they do in their private hours. <laughs> yeah, listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, actually, next scene we do see Flowers because um, we get to Saisei and they're working on Flowers. Yeah, we get we get the Christopher Lloyd mechanic, which is not that's not the pull that I want to go for, but it's the closest one that I can. Yeah, I can't think of the actual pull I want. Uh, Flowers, we we don't see. It's not. It's like kind of like this, like just metal white color. Uh, yeah. But I don't think they specifically say what it's what it does. But like this is a long range, uh, like sniper unit. Yeah, she know she know she know she know shooting. She knows a shooter. He's sliding over cars while he shoots. He's, he's got shooters around the world. He thinks that he, with that earring, with those earrings, he thinks that he's Tom Cruise. <laughs> she know with the tool. <laughs> she know with that tool. Uh, and they're also investigating this unknown mobile worker, and it looks like uh, it looks a little booge. It's like black and sleek and more like rounded than a What's regular. What's this thing mobile. called? I want to I want to look at this. Uh, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, okay. It's it's really important. We'll find out next week. But if you if you look at it now, you'll see something that I want you to have to see in the episode itself. 
Okay, I guess. Well, <laughs> not on, to I'll, I'll, not to break not to break kayfabe, but I guess I'll see this tomorrow when I watch the episodes. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me let me see if I can like find a good photo of it now. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is this is a photo of our little unknown friend so far. Oh, it's um, it's shaped like the fu- shaped like a fucking Halo band or not a banshee wraith? Is that what it is in Halo? A wraith? Uh, it did. Wraith are wraith are the tanks. Okay, I'm thinking of a banshee then. Yeah, it's, it's like a little a banshee, bit banshee shape, perhaps a ghost. Yeah, it's, it's it looks like a like a, a ghost. W- yes, that's what a ghost. Yeah, yeah, like the thing that the thing that kind of looks like a, a needler was a if the needler was a was a like a machine, a, yeah. like a rideable machine. Yeah, it, it it's it's just very like curved and very like so much more sleek than like all the other yeah. mechanical things they use. Um, we don't know what yeah. the fuck it is. It's probably nothing. Um, it probably won't be. This is a this is a turn of this to me. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. I'm sure um, this is not. And this, what what context did we see this in? I'm sorry because I didn't. Th- this was it. something they dug up in the mine. Right, right, right. right. Yes, 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 yes. Um. So next up, uh, Naze is meeting with Tewaz. Yep. Uh, th- it's uh, and like Jasmine a board does meeting. not like this plan very much. The, no, the, Jasmine the hates this shit. He says, "I don't fuck. I I fucking hate King of Mars. That show sucks. I hate seeing the reruns after Kids WB is over." <laughs> uh, you know, now he's like, "Hey, it's gonna bring us a lot of money." And Jastly, we can see like, him off the top of all the Mars transactions. Yeah, Jastly just basically straight up says, "Technon is a charity case for McMurder." Uh, and McMurder's like, "Well, you know, I have a soft spot for them, but like at the same time, like we can't allow you to cover for them anymore." So like Nazi's pretty much fucked if like anything else happens at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like, this, this is the last time he can stick his neck out for Decadon here. Yeah. Uh, and after the meeting, Jassy walks off in a huff, and Amida's there, kind of like taunting him, and he just yeah, does some great massage at her. She, he says that she only he, she says that Jassy only sees women as women, and I I just like because this is when we reveal that most of the turbines have been trafficked before, and they were saved from it by the turbines, and it's yeah. like even if everything that's going on is above board here, like there's some fucked power dynamics, and like. I get what this is going for, but it really just does not stick the land. Like the execution is not here. Yeah, it 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 just makes Naze seem like even more of a fucking creepo. Yeah, his his like his his wives that he stole from you know being trafficked and his Among Us babies are born on the ship. Dennis Reynolds' voice have had enough of this guy. Yeah, yeah. At, uh, at least, he, at least he, <laughs> the fact that I know for a fact he does not eat pussy. At least his wives eat. At least his wives can do it. Yeah, they do it. They do it. He's not strong enough to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just. Like, he, I'm sorry. This might be a little bit too ribald, but like he calls in like a pinch eater. <laughs> like he's really, like, getting nasty with Amida, and she's like, "Oh, Nazi, I need some." He need fucking some tags Ozzy in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eater. That might be the episode title. I'm still in a dream, Pinch Eater. (laughs) (laughs) I give my life not for pussy, but for you. Someday you will eat a tree frog. The tree frog is a metaphor. Take a nice recovery sip. Have a glass of champagne in. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Uh, Arian Rod Fleet's mobilizing. Julieta asks the masked man what he's fighting for since it isn't pride. And he says revenge. Uh, that's great. What Good for you. 
then then we see chad talking with yuki nojo (laughs) i love this this whole mini part of the episode cracks me the fuck up because chad's talking with yuki nojo and he's like thanks for the landman already and yuki nojo is like you know slaps him on the shoulder he's like yeah you're a good kid and chad's like he like kind of like smells like where yuki nojo's like smacked him and he's like perfume (laughs) (laughs) this whole bit's fucking hysterical well we get like a we get like a, a small like uh we get like a little uh uh, Dex- we get like Dexter calculator and Kukubita meeting and Kudelia's sad she's not involved with the kids anymore and we get like a cute little scene of Kudelia, Atra, Mikazuki um, and then also Hush is there and he's like sir, Mr. Mikazuki, sir, with all due respect Dr. Mikazuki, sir, sir, Mikazuki Esquire sir, can I get you anything? Can I get you any more tea? please, sir? And Mika's like I don't fucking want this but um, Chad walks in and is like, "Hey, you can know she doesn't stink anymore." And and uh, like uh, I think Atra is like, "Oh yeah, ever since he started dating Marabit, yeah, I imagine he's you know cleaned up." And Chad just does the. I, I sent you this video, but it's um, there's this old interview with Noisy N O I S E Y, uh-huh. um, the the music publication that they did with ASAP Rocky, where they just it's just like three minutes. It's a great interview. I I like I watch it every once in a while. But there's a bit in it where he's just where he's just like. Pac fucked Madonna? Pac didn't fuck Madonna. Did Pac fuck... Did Tupac fuck Madonna? Pac fuck... And then Chad's just doing... Yuki fucked Maribit? Yuki didn't Yuki fuck Yuki didn't Yuki fuck, fuck Maribit? <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just fucking rules. Like, he's just yeah. having this complete crisis. And it's not like... Yeah. Because like I, it extends because like, it extends past. The, there's a really good like like when you think the gag is over because like there's a nice scene with Akihiro talking to Ride because Ride's like oh I'm the leader of the kids now now that Takaki's gone I gotta take I gotta take care of myself and Akihiro's like well you gotta make sure you take care of yourself and eat and everything if you want to get jacked like me and then Chad runs in like y'all hear that Tupac fucked Madonna yeah <laughs> so fucking good <laughs> uh. So after 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 Chad's crisis, uh, we cut to Orga. He goes to Ares, the Galahorn orbital base. He meets with Isarugi, uh, and Isarugi's like, "Hey, you have full control over like the entire second pier of this station." Technon's getting like super super cozy with Galahorn elites on Mars here, and Orga's like, "Damn, you trust us that much? Like, you know, yeah. you're just gonna see what we become." And, and Isarugi's like, "You know, Megillus is just like he he knows you'll be able to make it this far to be able to like use all this space." It's a, it's yeah, a nice gesture, I'll say. Yeah. Uh, next scene's a little weird though, because it's Kudelia calling Noblest Gordon to ask for more funds. Uh, was it just more like, why the please. fuck is she still dealing with this guy? Like, she knows he's trying to get her killed. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. Yeah, why but she still... like, she needs that money. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Gotta get the green. Where the, who the fuck else is gonna pay her? Taywaz. Yeah, she doesn't want. She doesn't want to get in bed with Taywaz like more directly than she already is. Yeah, and, and you know she she gets the deal, and Cuckoo Beta walks in. And she's like, I hate people like him. And and Kudelia's like, I'm even more despicable like him because I willingly associate with him. Mm-hmm. Sure, I guess. Um, finally, finally, we learn the name of the masked man. It's Vidar. Like officially, he says it because Eok and Julieta are doing some good old American-inspired squashing of insurgents. Uh, Eok's sucking as usual because he's just getting completely washed in this fight. Like Julieta is like. Juliana's, like, doing flips, and, like, Eok is, like, struggling to complete a three-point turn. Yeah. Uh, and and Vidar rolls up in Vidar. In the Vidar. And this is the fucking... This thing this suit fucking fucks rules. so I am hard. obsessed with this suit. This is the suit that made me say, fuck, 
I shouldn't have bought that Carta suit, that Carta, Carta's mobile suit, because now I just want every fucking one of these things. Like, I kind of I wanted the Landman Roadie. I kind of wanted the Gujan Rebake Full City. This is like, fuck. <laughs> My money. The, the Vidar is so fucking good. I love it. It's like... I'm just going to look at an image of it right now just to feel. <laughs> just to feel something. Damn, it's twenty three ninety five from Galactic Toys. Oh, God, this thing is so fucking sick. It's, it is, I, I had the one one hundred scale of it. It's just, fuck, it's so dope. Like, I love the huge thruster bells on the knees, like, for mobility. Yeah. It has these huge, like, flanks, like, like metal slabs that are, like, the holders for its fucking rapiers. Like, it has disposable rapier needles that can use to fight with. Mm-hmm. It, it has a pistol, but like it has knives in its feet, and it has fucking it has twin pistols in the front skirty armor. Like this thing fucks so hard. Yeah, it rules. And and also you'll notice, uh, you might notice. So it's a Gundam frame, obviously. It has a third Ahab reactor on the back, though. Like if you look at it, there it has like this like this red drum on the back, and like that is its third Ahab reactor. It gets fucking three of them. Yeah. I love it. And 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 Vidar gets to do the classic Gundam shot of like the the inside of the cockpit and then the mobile suit rises up quickly from below to like startle the pilot. It's it, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it rules. It's sick. Like Vidar I'll, I'm just gonna keep calling him Vidar until the reveal happens, but you know. But you know, he's Vidar for now, and he's just completely beating ass on the battlefield. And Juliet is like, Your moves don't seem fueled by revenge. They're powerful and beautiful. And Vidar himself is like, yeah, you know, I kind of forgot about revenge in the battle because I'm just happy to go fight on the mobile suit field with my friend, my my big friend Vidar, my big my large friend Vidar. Yeah, and like he's like he gets like, he, like they just send out a bunch of missiles at him and he just like pulls out the fucking six shooter and is like blah blah blah. Um, what's the fucking? There's this gift that I think of all the fucking time of mobile of like some big robot show that I I now feel like prepped to watch it where it's just like some big fucking robot reloads its literal actual six shooter and one of the shells like falls out and crushes a van. This might be Pat Labor, but if anyone knows what show I'm talking that, about, please let me know because I want to see this. That sounds like it. Um, what I thought you're going for is from a Gundam. It's from Gundam F91. Um, we we see like I think the suit's a James gun. It like fires. They're like in a colony, and it like fires. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say is there a mobile suit called a James gun? <laughs> James gun. Yeah. Hold on. Give me one second. Uh, the RGM 119 James gun. It's literally called the James gun. It one one word James gun. No, okay. no second N. It's like the future gym of like UC120, I think. This, uh, holy shit. Yeah, it looks fine. It's like nothing to write home about. I think the No, with a name like James Gunn, I kind of wanted them to go a little bit more all out. Yeah, but we see like a, like a canon version of it. Like it's, it's I think it's literally called the James Gunn canon. Um, but it's like shooting, it's like these artillery, artillery cannons and like the shells are falling and you see a shell just fucking... Like land on a woman's head and she just dies. Like, like it's like I think it's like in the first five minutes of the movie too. Like it's like, hey, yeah, these things are big death machines, and and you're a human. Um, yep. But yeah, and and Julieta like after the battle, Julieta like uh, talks to Vidar and is like, looks like you had weight. You you weren't you weren't fueled by revenge. You were strong. You were strong and also beautiful. And. He said, "Oh, I was having too much. I guess I was having too much fun to get revenge." Yeah, he loves and we it. Cut to McG- and we cut to McGillis cuddling with his child wife while he's reading the history of the Agni yeah. Kai. The the, the 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 Kill Bill sirens are, are ringing for me on yeah. this one. Um, I, he, I literally, I literally wrote in my notes, "Libertarian detected." 
Yeah, no, because the thing is that, like, McGill, he's like, because uh, Almira wakes up and is like, oh, I, he just, she's like, oh, you're reading that book again? He's like, I was going to kill myself, but this book saved him. It tells the story of, Ag- what, what was Agni Agnika Kairu. Agnika Kairu. He's like, oh, Agnika, like, he, he dreamed of a world where humans could compete fairly regardless of background. And it's like, that's a libertarian fantasy. And then he says, a world where you can love whomever you wish. He says, picking her up and putting her on her lap, which he can do with great ease because she is 11 years old and probably weighs less than a sack of potatoes. Get a job, pervert. <sighs> he like touches um, noses with her. I can't fucking stand this. Yes, guy and and she and she is like the thing that kills me about this is Almira is like, oh, you mean we can finally live in a world where you will not be persecuted for having a child bride such as myself? And he's like, yes, my darling. Maybe, and like, maybe he hugs he her. Should be persecuted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. This guy sucks. Anyway, that's episode. What a sour note to end on. Yeah. Uh, Beyond Two uh, World. Yes, we gotta be on Toon World. Sarah, you're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Toon World! Alright, I'm gonna hit you with Carrie Kiernan. This is okay. the voice. So, she's the voice of Carta. Um, oh! Which she's, we've completely lost relevance for Carta as a character, but you did mention but, her earlier in the episode, so we're, we're good. Yeah, um, yeah, she, um, she just has a very interesting career, though. Yeah, we. I mean, that was true of the that was true for Japanese voice, who's uh, oh, I'm completely blanking on her name. Uh, fucking uh, 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 oh yeah, Kikuko Inoue. Yeah, it's, but go on. It's it's actually it's, it's so funny now that I'm One Piece pilled. I know she's the voice of of Tony Tony Chopper, and I know that little reindeer now. Oh, he's, he's my small friend. Uh, anyway, so Carrie Kiernan, born January 16th in Oak Park, Michigan. Uh, she got a Bachelor's of Arts in Theater and Linguistics from the University of Michigan. Not a, a bachelor, not a bachelor, of, not a Bachelor of Science in Art. Yeah, no, she's not. She's not on that Sarah shit. <laughs> um, I've not used that degree for one fucking day in my life. <laughs> uh, I, I'm doing something new here. I'm kind of like I basically have ordered the notable roles. Mm. To, to 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 end on the cool shit. So yeah, yeah obviously this is, me, this is me making sure that you. I tell you that uh, whoever I did last, who that I, that hush voiced Mark the de- Mark the Alive Nazi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so obviously, you know, Iron Blooded Orphans Carta issued in 2015, 2016. Love uh, it. In 2005, Yu Gi Oh 5Ds, she voiced a character called Mina Symington and Misty Treadwell, which are just some, just some four kids ass names. I'm I'm looking up Mina Symington. This does not. Uh, oh, I've seen this character around. Yeah, I can't wait to learn of 5Ds because Elliot's just been telling me that 5Ds fucks so hard, and I can't wait for the for the fun bike boys. I, I've I've definitely seen this character. God, I kind of fuck. If we're talking about Yu Gi Oh, I just kind of want to like get into Yu Gi Oh. Like, uh, if you want to sign up, go to bit.ly slash capital C capital O capital G twenty twenty two. You can sign up for a yearly Yu Gi Oh tournament. Oh no, I meant like I meant like the anime. I, I do not have time. I do not have space in my life for another fucking yeah. card game right now. Hey, watch. Well, when we get to five Ds, it's, good, it's a good f- a clean slate to start on. Yeah, true. Uh, she in two thousand four Gundam Seed. She voiced Maru Ramius, who's I think like one of the good guys, maybe one of the main characters. Uh, I haven't seen Seed, so I don't know. Twenty fourteen Toradora. She voiced Yuri Kogiabuko. Uh, in twenty eighteen Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. She voiced System Number XX. I guess is that System Number Twenty? Then I never played that one. Uh, let me look at this motherfucker. It looks like a robot, like, AI core. Doesn't look like a character. I want to look at this. System uh, no XX. 
Oh, it's the main antagonist and final boss of Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Oh, this oh, thing damn. is not a. This is definitely not a playable character. Yeah, Jesus this is Christ. this is one of those fucking. This is, a, this is a Kirby boss. Yeah. Uh, in 2017's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stardust Crusaders, she voiced a character called Milena. Sarah, do you know who the fuck that is? Because I don't. Uh, in in Stardust Crusaders, Milena. Milena. She, oh, fuck! She's the woman who takes care of fucking Babby Polnareff. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Damn. No, that, in, the wor- in the worst episodes of that yeah, show. Yeah, Jesus. Great. Uh, 2002's Berserk, she voiced Casca. Sorry, I, I I need to send you. I googled Malena Stardust Crusaders, and I looked at the images, and it's just a lot of images of her breasting boobily. And yep. then um, this thumbnail from animefeet.blogspot.com. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not whose feet you think it is. Is it like, is it like fucking Dio's bubble? No. I'm Wait. It's, it, it is a it is a from behind shot of her wearing a bathroom towel, holding baby Polnareff, and him kicking his feet out. But his foot is covered by a sensor bar. <laughs> yeah, put that shit away. No one needs to see that. Um, in two thousand two, Berserk, she voiced Casca. In oh. twenty, 20- yeah. Oh, yeah. Neve would Neve would love to know this. Now we're getting into the shit of it. Uh, twenty fourteen, Danganronpa two, she voiced Mahiro Koizumi. Which one's Koizumi again? She's the uh, she's the apple hair girl. She just has like the the red, not bowl cut, but like she has the camera and the like the checkered tie. Oh yes, 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 yes. I remember her. Yeah, she's nice. Um, yes. League of Legends. Oh, hit me with your guess. Hit me with your guess. Hit me with your guess. Who, who, okay, who's okay, Carta? okay. Who's so she's Koizumi. She she's a champion in League of Legends. Um, can I, do you, do you know if this character is humanoid or not? Can you give me that one? Um, making a Google? Um, yes, very much so. Uh, okay, let me. Like, I can tell you, this is just, this is a person. This is a human being. Is it Katarina? No, this oh. is Lux. Oh, ooh, okay. So, so card issues Lux. That's fun. Um, in 2014's Kill La Kill, she voiced Satsuki Kiryuin. Okay. Who's like you know the 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 black long black hair. Yeah, yeah. I I, I have yeah. a un, I have too much. I have more familiarity with that show than I would like to be. Perfectly yeah, honest. I did watch all of it when it came out, and never again. I uh, watched maybe eight episodes of it, and the only thing I remember liking about it was the girl with the conductor hat. Yeah. Oh, she's nice. And uh, uh, Mako. Mako was nice. We love Mako Mori. Hey, 1997's. Uh, I, Jesus fucking Christ! I almost said Mobile Suit Evangelion. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So she's the dub voice in Evangelion. Um, she's not. She's not. Is she the? Is she the blonde? The woman? The blonde? She's woman? not Ritsuko. No. No. Is she Masato. She's Masato. Woo! I I love Masato's dub voice so much. It's so good. It's so good. It 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 like it is so clear in my head. Her dub voice. Yeah. Like. Like a lot, of, a handful of characters in that show really had to grow into their voices. Like Toji and Shinji's are really hit or miss at the start. For example, yeah. um, Masato is just a plus. Yeah, day one, second yep. one, absolutely. Um, in 2012, Madoka Magica, mm-hmm. she voiced. Don't lose your head over this pick because she voiced Mommy Tomoe. <laughs> uh, 2017. God, wait, hold on. When did? How? Hold on. That was 2012. Yeah, that's what that's what my uh, behind the voice actors.com my hero website told me. Yeah, uh 
No, okay, that was that's weird because Madoka came out in 2011. I was like, wait, did we not hit the 10th anniversary of that last year? Maybe the English dub came out a year later. Oh, that might have been it. Yeah, like because a lot of the times it's weird, right? Because like the website will sometimes tell you it'll like the year will be way off. It'll like have the original run, but you know whatever. Um, 2017 (sighs) video game of Persona Five. Ooh, Makoto? Not Makoto. Oh. I'll tell you. I'll give you a hint. She's is multiple character. She's oh, full, multiple she's characters. characters. Who is she? She is. Is she, is, hmm? is she the twins? Yeah, she's Caroline and Justine and Lavenza. Yay! They're nice. I like them. Um, and this is the role that I kind of spit out my proverbial tea for. Um, sure. Tw- Two thousand one. Little mm-hmm. anime called Yu Gi Oh Duel Monsters. Oh, is she? Is she she's not Taya, is she? She's not. She's not Taya. She's not one of the main gang. Is she my Valentine? She's not my Valentine. I'm trying to think of other women who are not part of. I'm trying to think of other women in this. I'll give you a hint. She didn't play a woman. Well, she did play oh. a woman, but like that's not the main role here. Like she played Kisara from season five, who's like the girl who turns into blue eyes, but that's incidental. She's not Yugi, is she? She's not Yugi. No. Uh, Joey was voiced by a man. I know. <laughs> she's not the Brooklyn monstrosity. No. <laughs> Uh, was Merrick voiced by a woman? Not Merrick. Uh, think Pegasus? of think, think, think of a littler character. A little oh oh Mokuba. She's Mokuba. No fucking way. She's ah! in Mokuba Kaiba. She went from Misato to Mokuba. <laughs> you got the M's. Holy Mommy Misato Mokuba. We love Jesus it. Jesus Christ. Carrie Karenin. Good shit. Oh my god. Tremend. Absolutely tremendous. Love to see it. Whew, that was a great Beyond Two yeah. Max. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I'm for... I'm I'm dr- I'm down in the last of my champagne in celebration. Yeah, down that shit and give us your plugs, Sarah, because we're at the end of the station. Okay. You can find me on Twitter at SunHatGenya. S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A on Twitter. I'm not gonna be on Twitter very much for the week that I'm posting this because I'm gonna be I'm installing the app for my phone while I'm in Canada visiting my girlfriend, so I'm only gonna have access to it through my laptop, which I'm not gonna have open very often. And um, browser Twitter, which fucking sucks ass. Uh-huh. Um, you know, try and limit myself from doing posting while I am in seeing my girlfriend. I I, I imagine that, that given the fact that I'm seeing my girlfriend for the first time in three years will probably limit me from posting already. But like, I just want to you know be be sure about the the shit of it all. But you know, I, you can follow me there. I'll be back in a little while, probably. Um, you can find me on other podcasts I do, such as Ford Ford ReZero. I have an episode that is waiting to be edited. It will be edited when I get back from Canada. Um, I promise. Fear Baiting will be coming back. That's my horror movie podcast. Oh yeah, Ford Ford ReZero is the ReZero rewatch podcast I do with my other girlfriend, Neve, and host of this show, Morg. Former host of this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Fear Baiting is my horror movie podcast. If you want to hear all my, my opinions on all of the five of the Final Destinations and sneak preview, we are going to do a themed month this December of uh, Final Death... Final Destin... Final Decimation? Still still working on the title, but Neve yeah. texted me the other day and was like, hey, can I do the, all the Final Destination movies on Fear Bait? And I was like, well, I've already done all of them, but I'd kind of love to go through a one through five rewatch on the show. Um, now that I'm an enlightened scholar of both horror movies and that uh-huh. franchise. Um... Special Grade Snacks, the Jujutsu, the Jujutsu Kaisen Watch Along podcast I do. That anime's coming back in December. So, you know, seven months. You'll you'll get yours. Uh, the Wonder Yorks Animorphs podcast that I do. Uh, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Infrequently updated leftism podcast I do. I think that's all my stuff. Sorry I'm losing the track. Sorry I'm losing the thread of things. This is some good champagne. 
<laughs> and I'm Max. You can go to Twitter at Max Bajillion to follow me. You can listen to Pod of Greed, which is my Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast at Pod of Greed Cast. You can listen to Slappers Only, my video game music showdown podcast at Slappers Only dot slappers only pod.com or slappers only pod on twitter uh thank you to matt gamecube who runs noisepace.xyz which is our podcast network all of our shows are there and many 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 more um is it your turn sarah oh my god that's right i forgot the robot of the week um um all right hold on i gotta uh, ooh, gotta ooh, dredge the depths uh, uh, looking through my Steam library to think of any robots in uh, God, I have not played too many games with ro- that feature robots very prominently. You know what? My robot of the week is going to be Robokai from Guilty Gear. Uh, most recently in Guilty Gear Accent Core, uh, or Guilty Gear XX Accent Core, I think it's just Kai Kisuke but a robot. That's my robot of the week. Fuck yeah! Hey, that that counts. Yeah, I love his that's... fucking Doctor Doom ass mask. Yeah, I love. He seems nice. <laughs> He seems normal. I like his weird, like, fucking the, the little, like, crank earring, the, the, the little wind-up thing. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, so, in, until next time, war is bad. Wow, cool robots. Bye. Bye. Bye.